0: On it, <laughs> we're working on it. <laughs> we need more money for the cable to lower me down. I'm so excited about this series. I really am. I love the book, The Seven Laws uh, of the Seven Spiritual Laws of Success. It's by Deepak Chopra. We actually have it for sale downstairs for you. Um, And we'll be studying this book very deeply uh, over the next seven weeks. So um, thank you for coming and bring your friends and family and be a part of this because I am committed to it, um, creating some wonderful shifts for all of us. And there's a few premises upon which this series must begin that I invite you to embrace and to allow yourself to be anchored in. The first is you are the creator of your own destiny and of your own experience. You must take full responsibility for your life in order for these spiritual laws to be activated in the way that they can. You are the creator. The second, you have 100% creative ability to change your life. There's no person, place, or thing. There is no government, no religion, no bank, no, dent, no debt, no parental condition, no... Trauma of the past that is greater than your present moment creative ability to cause a life that you desire. The third is a quote by Napoleon Hill. Whatever the mind of man can conceive and believe it can achieve. Whatever, absolutely whatever the mind of man can conceive and believe, important key word, we'll get more into that in the future of this series, It can achieve. And finally, our fourth, is that success is a decision away. Just one decision away. And that is yours to make. Are you willing to make that decision? Wonderful. I have some personal desires for, for this series for you. The first is that you discover what this word success means for you. Stripped down of what the world believes about it, what stories are about it, what your family thinks about it, what you have even perhaps experienced about it, that you personally get in touch with your own definition. Because when you have that right definition of this word success, you will become extremely comfortable with the word. And when you're comfortable with the word, you will become comfortable with allowing it into your life. When you have your own right definition, you will no longer need to make success wrong because of what the world has done when they have abused their power. When you have your own right definition, you will be free of judging others when their definition of success is different than yours. When you have your own right definition of success, you will realize That you can have as much of it as you want. In fact, the only thing, the only thing, person blocking your success is you. And finally, when you have your own personal definition of success, then you will begin to uh, increase your belief and your experience of it so that you will manifest the things and the desires of your heart. Very important. So the first law is the law of pure potentiality. Our essential nature is one of pure potentiality. So what does that have to do with success? Well, as the reading that we just heard said, when you really understand your true nature, you will never feel guilty, fearful, or insecure about money or affluence or fulfilling your desires. That right there would be an amazing definition of success. Success means never feel guilty, fearful, or insecure about money, affluence, or fulfilling your desires. So I want to have a little um, basic biology lesson. I uh, actually did not do well in biology when I was younger, but I think I'm going to make up for it today, let's hope. So everything on this planet is made up of atoms. Einstein said it, every scientist knows this. The floors, the chairs, the ceiling, your body, the clothes you're wearing, these fans, everything is made up of this thing called atoms. Atoms are all made up of the same thing. You know this probably, particles called protons, neutrons, and electrons. Every single atom is made up of the same thing. Protons and neutrons are actually composed of even smaller particles, but we don't need to go that into detail. We'll stop there. And what some of you may know also is what scientists have discovered is that inside the atom, there's actually, listen to this, 99.9999999% of that atom is what? Space. Space. It is space. When you get deeper and deeper and deeper into the atom, you realize that it is spacious. That's what exists inside there. Atoms are actually simply made up of vibration. They are energy. They are made up of energy. Everything then is simply energy. So this is the first place I want us to lead to. Everything is energy. The chair, the floor, the ceiling, the walls, the fans, you, your clothes, and me. We are energy all made up in this particular physical world, this experience, by this thing called atoms. What makes a table be a chair, a, chair be a, or, or, a table be a chair, <laughs> is something that I cannot do. What makes a table be a table, a chair be a chair, a wall be a wall, a flower be a flower, what makes it take on its unique individuation is simply the organization of the atoms, the vibration of it. The vibration says this is what it is, and therefore that is what it becomes in the world. So in back of whatever the physical thing is, there is a divine design of the atoms, and they come together and they vibrate in a particular way that causes them to appear as the thing itself. So again, everything you see, everything on planet Earth, everything is frequency and energy. And back of it all is nothing but pure energy. As Deepak Chopra talked about it in the reading, spirit. We could say spirit is in the back of everything that is occurring. Pure energy becomes whatever the vibration tells it to become. Are you with me on that? I really want you to get this. Energy, before it becomes a particular form, is simply pure potentiality. So there's this field of energy, there's this field of just isness, and it is available to become anything. That, that which the, the vibration wants it to be. It is pure potential. Back of all that is is just pure possibility. Now, I want to talk about you. Because you are a very unique expression of this pure energy. You are very, very special because you have this thing called the power of choice. It is miraculous that you have this power of choice. Rocks don't get the power of choice. Trees don't get the power of choice, at least not at the level I'm speaking of. The floor, the ceiling, all of these inanimate objects, and even some animals. I mean, I don't think, in fact, I was looking out my window in our Michigan home this morning before I left, and there were two deer just out across the street, and I was just watching them, and I thought to myself, I wonder if those deer are thinking, oh, if we could only live in California... I don't think that they vibrate that way. They have an isness. They don't choose, if you will. They don't have this I want to live here, not there. I want to have this, not that. They don't have a desire to be or become anything more than who they are, where they are, as they are. Very simple and a wonderful way to live for the deer, for sure. For you, you have this thing that allows you to choose where you want to be and how you want to express. You also have this thing that is called a brain. Now, this brain is a transmitter. It's like a radio tower. You know how a radio tower emits energy out into the world or it sends vibrations? A radio tower simply sends vibrations out. That's what it does. Your brain is like a radio tower. It sends out vibrations all the time. I have even better news. You're even cooler than a radio tower. And here's why. A radio tower will send a vibration linearly and it goes as far as it goes. And if you reach outside of the reach of that, uh, that, that vibration, you don't receive it. If the radio tower sends a, an energy stream 100 feet and you're at 101 feet, you will not receive that vibration, right? You're not, you're not able to access it. You... When you send out a vibration, just like a radio tower from your brain sending signals out, you actually send it out in the same, it it never loses its energy or its frequency. Here or on the other side of the planet, your individual intention, your thought, Your vibration is non-local, non-linear. It is everywhere present the moment you express it. This is a really huge idea. Your thinking, your satellite uh, extender, if you will, which we'll call your brain in this moment, when you have a thought, it is a vibration. It is an energy that is signaled out into all that is everywhere present, and it does not lose It's strength. It's like a magnet. As soon as your thought is sent out into the world, imagine it having a magnetic pulling energy. Now, a magnet always has its attractive energy, doesn't it? it? It's simply being there. Whenever you bring something close to it and you get close enough to it, and if it is a right match, they stick together. That's what a magnet does. It's just vibrating in this attractive pulling energy. That is what you're doing. Your thoughts, your, every time you have a thought, imagine that being like a, it sends out non-local, non-linear way out into all that is. It actually goes out into the universe, but that's too big for us to comprehend. It's actually too big for us to comprehend even the planet. But let's stay there for a moment. You send that out, and at the same time, it has a magnetic Pull to it. This is important for you to understand because when we get how you operate and how this works, you're going to begin to consciously use it in a very intentional way. Not only is your brain sending out signals every time you think, what's actually occurring is your whole body, your whole being is made up of vibrations, of thoughts, of ideas. So you are actually like a collection of thoughts and vibrations that swirls together and becomes one vibration. And that's who you are when you move through the world. So I want to keep going here, so take a deep breath. I want to move into quantum physics. Because quantum physics says, what they have discovered, is that anything, when you observe it, the thing itself changes its vibration. So if a piece of gold is sitting there in a room by itself, it has a vibration to it. It literally is vibrating as, I am gold, I am gold. That's what it's saying, right? When you come in and you look at that gold and you observe that gold, although you can't see the gold itself change form, it won't change form, but the, the scientist who can read the energy of the gold will tell you that it literally shifted. It changed because you were observing it. Your observation changes the thing itself. The thing that energy has become that is sitting there is vibrating in its essence. As soon as you get into relationship with it, that changes. This is extremely, extremely important because, let me give you a scenario. You walk into a room and there's a million dollars sitting on the table. One person will walk into the room, and they will see that million dollars, and they will think expanded thoughts. Wow, this is awesome. Oh my goodness. What is possible? What can I do and become with this particular source and substance at my hand? This is amazing. I've attracted the ability to see this. There'll be all this positive energy and appreciation, and the money will go, yes, yes, yes. It will take on the vibration, and there will be an energetic match. Perhaps that individual won't walk out of the. Room with that million dollars, but that individual has just lifted their prosperity consciousness because they got in relationship with this thing called money and they vibrated positively with it. Money's just neutral, people. It just is. It just is. Now, another person walks in the room and they see a million dollars and they go, Oh my God, oh, that's dirty. Oh, that's dirty. Where'd that come from? Probably some criminal put it here and God knows whose hands will get on it and they'll go rape and pillage the earth and what damage, oh, money is so bad. This is horrible. Do you know what money has done to the world? Do you know how bad money is? Do you know that humanity is dying because of this thing called money? And the money just goes, yes, yes, yes. And the money takes on the vibration of the individual who's looking at it. Do you get that this thing has no choice of its own. It's an inanimate object that is. And the power that it has is according to what you give it. You are that powerful. You are that powerful. That happens in every area of life. You may see two two different people see lovers standing on the street corner, hugging and embracing and kissing. And one person goes, oh, that's beautiful. Yes, that is what I desire. I love that. That feels good. And they become one. They form a threesome. Why not, right? Energetically from a distance. (laughs) I'll teach you that on week eight. (laughs) That'll be a full house. But one person sees it and their energy goes yes and they literally do become one with that which they see. You feel a joyous vibration. The very next person can be looking at that and again, what will they do? Oh, I could never handle that. Oh, that's disgusting. Look at them displaying that all over. I will never have that. There's no way. And you will literally, from what you're seeing, increase and intensify your reality simply by the thoughts... That you have when you see something that vibrate out into the world. And what do those thoughts do? They attract like a magnet. Like a magnet. So if you see lovers on a street corner sharing an embrace and you go, I can't have that. Do you realize that the universe, which is pure potentiality, can create anything for you says, yes. Yes, my beloved, you cannot have that. You cannot have that. You are so powerful. What I'm talking about is the law of attraction, right? Simply the law of attraction. That which is likened unto itself is drawn. What you think about, or better said, the frequencies that you are vibrating out into the world, those are drawing unto themselves, out of this field of pure potentiality, exactly what you are not only thinking, but what you are feeling about your thoughts. It is your feeling nature that activates the attractive magnet. The thought is like that which is sent out into the world. The feeling tone that you have is the magnetic pole. Do you get that? Need out. <laughs> so, what you may not know that I didn't know until I did a lot of study this week. I loved studying up this week on this. And I love when I found this out and I tested it in my own life and, and in the ways that I do. And it is said that the law of attraction is the senior law. That it overrides and trumps all other laws. That the law of attraction overrides the law of gravity, the law of flight, the law of karma. If you have all this past conditioning, if you have all this story that you're making up about yourself from your past experience, this lifetime, other lifetimes, who cares? You've got all this gunk. You've got this big, dark cloud that says, this is who I am and it can never change. And that idea has become so strong, those thoughts have become so strong that they become beliefs, that they become really kind of um, strongly held walls that keep your good out. When you consciously use the law of attraction, it rises above all other laws and it uses all that is within the field of pure potentiality to begin creating a new reality for you. This is what happens Imagine you have a problem. Is that easy enough to do? (laughs) What happens is, instead of using this amazing radio thing that you've got that your brain that can send out this wonderful energy that says, solution, come now. And instead of letting your feeling tone be good and attractive and saying, I know that right solution is coming to me right now, instead of activating this field of pure potentiality in that way what we often do is we stare at our problem imagine it like a postage stamp and you just stare at it and you dissect it and you go look what look at look at this look at how look at how bad this is this is bad this is bad it is so bad you know i've got to figure out how to fix this i've got to figure out what to do this is bad hey friend come here look at this No, you too. You too. Come here. No, come on. Come on. Come on. Everybody. Everybody. Everybody come and look at this. Look, I'll just move. uh. See? See how bad that is? That is bad. This is bad. And I can't take my attention off of it because what will happen? I've got to keep focusing on this bad, bad thing. What are you sending out? Bad, bad. I'm in trouble. Oh, my God. This is horrible. This is horrible. This is horrible. And what are you feeling? You're feeling horrible. And so what is happening? You're attracting this is bad, this is bad, this is bad. Now, imagine if you could, because you can only imagine it, when you become so myopically focused on your very, very, very small problem, what is really occurring is that little tiny postage stamp is sitting in the center of the the 50-yard line of an entire football field of possibility. That football field... That enormous football field, which is bigger than this room, is what's possible about that. The solutions sit all outside of that postage stamp. You can't see it. You can't see it for two reasons. One, because you can't take your damn eyes off of the postage stamp. But the second reason you can't see is because you might not even be able to think about it. The solution that is available for that postage stamp, which exists on this huge football field that is your energy of life and possibility and pure potentiality, it exists out there. You can't see it because you couldn't have thought of it. Your best thinking, your best thinking could not solve your pathetic little postage stamp problem. Your best thinking couldn't do it. But because we're so focused there, and we don't say there's a solution for this, and it is in my infinite field of pure potentiality, which is as big as a football field, because we don't say that, the problem becomes bigger, and our energy and our fear becomes strong, or the fear becomes stronger, and our focus becomes shallower and shallower and smaller and smaller. The moment, the moment you say this is not who I am. I choose to feel good in relationship to whatever is happening, and I call forth the solution. I vibrate in feeling good. I vibrate in knowing that outside of this tiny postage stamp is a world of possibility. And then you begin inviting people into your life who like to think about that. Do you want to have people in your life who talk about the postage stamp problem, or do you want to have people in your life that talk about the field of pure potentiality? You don't get both. (laughs) Scripture says thank you. (laughs) Scripture says, this is 2,000 years old, people, over 2,000 years old. This is ancient. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and prove what God's will is. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. It's not supposed to be approve, it's prove. That was actually my typo that I gave them. Do not conform to the pattern of the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. The pattern of the world is the postage stamp. The pattern of the world is there's a problem here, you're screwed. The pattern of the world is we are victims and other people, places, and things hold the power. Oh, if those banks were better people. Oh, if that government system were nice. Oh, if that didn't happen to me as a child. That very thing, that idea of placing all power outside someone else is the way the whole game keeps going. So the pattern of the world is not of God. It is not of feeling good. So it goes on. To say, renewing of your mind, making new, opening up to new possibilities, getting yourself outside of the postage stamp. Then you will be able to test and prove what God's will is. There is an invitation there. You are to test and prove in your own individual life what the will of God is for you. Please give me an amen on that one. You... You are here to test and prove this. I'm so excited about that. Do you get that? Instead of sitting back, well, I don't know if it'll work. Well, maybe it'll work for him, not for me. You are the appointed one and you are here on this planet, in this space and time, to test and prove this very law. And when you do, nothing will stop you. You will literally be living in a whole new world and it says, "Approve approve what God's will is. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. God's will is good, it is pleasing, and it is perfect. Good, pleasing, and perfect, individually. So your good, pleasing, and perfect is different from your good, pleasing, and perfect is different from your good, pleasing, and perfect. But because they vibrate in good, pleasing, and perfect, they come from the same feeling tone. The expression of them in the world the form is Infinite. Who cares how many expressions of it come? You can't count them. But when they come from good, pleasing, and perfect will, aligned with the energy of that, oh, what a glorious way to live. So, you live in a field. Let's, let, yeah, amen. Let's, let's back up. Because I have even better news for you. You live in a field of pure potentiality, right? We've established that. You're made up. Your body is made up of it. But the truth of the matter is you actually are that field of pure potentiality. Now, that's something that our human mind can't grasp because our human mind needs to be surrendered so that we can know the infinity of ourselves. It's not possible to be finite and imagine the infinity self, but it's worth talking about so that we can begin expanding. You actually are that infinite field. So anything, absolutely anything and everything is you. You are all that is. You are a limitless being. You are a limitless being. And if it seems that you have time, money, health, or any other kind of restriction problems, if it seems that you have that, it's simply because your mind is focused on the material world. You've been, you have been drawn into the postage stamp idea of who you are, as opposed to expanding to that pure field. Now, football field is just the size I'm giving you now, because you can even that would blow your mind. If you could begin imagining your energy and your possibility as large as a football field, if you could do that, that would be enormous. It at least gives you some borders to begin stretching to. And once you reach the boundaries of the football field, you can always expand beyond that. But it's a nice image. Paramahansa Yogananda says You must not let your life run in the ordinary way. Do something that nobody else has done something that will dazzle the world, show that God's creative principle works in you. This becomes possible when you allow yourself to become that football field pure possibility. You cannot, this only becomes really nice words. You must not let, let your life run in the ordinary way. Do something that nobody else has done. Something that will dazzle the world. Show that God's creative principle works in you. Those words, when you believe yourself to be the postage stamp, are just, I wouldn't even look at them. They're just a, they just make you feel bad. They make you feel bad because what happens is you walk away going, well, not me. Those words are for somebody else. But when you get... Out into that expanded possibility of who you are and you read those words, suddenly a question comes up inside of you and the question says, I wonder I wonder who I could be, I wonder what's possible for me right now when you ask that question you are already activating the expanded realm of energy around you that you do not know of, simply by asking that question so accessing the field of pure potentiality. That's your homework for today, for today, for this week. Your homework is to get in touch with this because if you will do it next Sunday when you come back, you'll be able to go deeper and deeper. If you stay tracking with what we're doing each week, the next week will make more sense to you. So the first thing you do is you must take time each day to be in silence. We must recommit over and over and over again to our meditation practice to be in silence, to just breathe, to just be still. Everybody, next Sunday, this room must be full for meditation. It's silly that you don't come a half hour early to be in the consciousness of meditation. Don't do that to yourself. Don't miss out on the opportunity of meditating with other like-minded people. When you come together with other like-minded people, the possibility for you is expanded. That's who you want to hang out with. This is a good one. The next one, and it's going to be great because I think this week is, is going to be perfect for it. Commune with nature. This week, spend some time out in nature and get to where you can see far. Get to, I mean, it's nice to look at a pretty little garden down here and see a beautiful flower for sure. Look for the mystery of life everywhere. But I also want you to go out to the lake. I want you to go out there where, like, if you feel the expansiveness, where you allow and look further and look further and look further so that you feel yourself just expanding with it, being inside of something that is big. Because all this that created the skies and the trees and the sun and the moon and the earth and all that created that, that can solve any problem you have. If it can create all of this, trust me, your postage stamp problem is not a challenge. Not a challenge at all. And finally, the third one, the most important one, make this your number one goal for this week, to feel good. To feel good. Ask yourself over and over. When you wake up in the morning, my number one goal today is to feel good. No matter what happens. No matter what happens. It's fascinating. Real quickly, um, and I know you'll hold uh, Patrick and his family in prayer. Tuesday... Patrick and I woke up and made this commitment. We're feeling good today. We're feeling good today. It's our commitment no matter what occurs. And he gets a call that his mom has fallen and has rushed to the hospital and needing to put her in nursing home. And there's so much going on, so much um, newness. So much that needs solutions. So many things we don't know how to handle because it's a new world for us. And I will tell you, it appeared very difficult in form to keep feeling good through it all. But what we discovered at the end of the day as we kept recommitting and recommitting was, wow, this day was going to happen no matter what. She fell. She went to the hospital. We were there for hours. We went through all this process. That happened. How amazing, how different might it have been if we didn't keep focusing on feeling good? It had nothing to do with what was occurring. We were in relationship with what was happening, but we just kept on sourcing. I choose to feel goodness inside of me. And I absolutely believe that everything that happened that day was a little better. Things, solutions started coming. Things started working, and we felt in right relationship with that which was happening, which was very hard. It was very hard to go through that. But choosing to feel good in the midst of it, which does not negate the experience itself, makes you show up in a very powerful way where God is working. Because remember what I started with. Good and God, same thing. I might have said that in the meditation if that's new to you. But good and God, the same thing. Yes? So you are a field of pure potentiality. Your postage stamp issue is not a problem. Not a problem. Don't call it a problem. Don't make it bad. Don't make it wrong. Invite the field of pure potentiality, which exists all around it, to become activated and bring to you solutions that will blow your mind. Miracles. That's what people call miracles. And they're here for you this week. Yes? So it is. Thank you. All right. Let's pray. I invite you to turn within. I invite our spiritual counselors to stand. Hold the space with me. Our core council members, your leadership body, if you feel inspired, please stand. And the rest of you, I invite you to turn within.